Hello and welcome back to St. James's Pod. I'm Sam and I'm here with Alex, Pete and Thomas for another episode. Today we're going to be previewing two games for Newcastle United, Manchester United away, and we've also got Everton midweek, so it's going to be a, a double one, lads. Are you feeling optimistic ahead of these two games? A lot more optimistic than if we're playing them last season. Yeah, 100%. One thing... Um, just before we get into the games that we might as well touch on, news that's come out of the club this week, um, which could affect us, <laughs> is the naming of the the stadium. If that got changed from St. James's, <laughs> our podcast might have to come up with a new name as well. <laughs> the, the Amazon pod. Only just... <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, I. I'd like to get on the phone to Darren Hughes, I think, and fucking tell him. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe we could get the um, the sponsoring right. Yeah, I don't think we'll studio. Just quickly though, on that, how would you feel about the the name change? Because obviously we nobody liked it last time, but it's for slightly different reasons this time, um, or maybe the same reasons, but they're actually going to invest the money back into the club. So, Pete, how do you feel about it? It's it's been St James's Box for since eighteen ninety two. It's it's the home. It's Cathedral on the Hill. It's whatever you want to call it. It's not had the uproar when it was Sports Direct Arena. I know it's not it's the same because the whole point of it is to generate more revenue, to generate into the club, to get up to where we want to be into Europe. I get that, but I don't want the name change. If it was sort of St James's Park sponsored by Live Golf. I could, I could live with that. But I, as long as it's got yeah. St. James Park in it, I'll be okay with it. But we can't get rid of the name completely for me. There are rumours we'd actually keep the same name and it would just be like yeah. the sponsoring around the stadium and stuff. Paige? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, there's so many sort of newer stadiums now. Like, I mean, in the context of it, the Emirates, for example, it it is, you know, when when they left Highbury, Arsenal, they, you know, there was obviously a lot of memories that they left there, and then they moved into this into the new ground. But it's always seemingly been known as the Emirates, and will be for I don't know how long that contract they have. Um, but you know, there's an example of like a club that have, you know, obviously now on the up, and they've had that stadium name now for for years decades and it I, I i don't think any arsenal fans are that kind of it's a different different scenario maybe because it was a brand new stadium and in this case in james's park is it's obviously got all the history behind it but um you know there's so many examples now within the premier league of these um stadiums being named after um you know different companies and I, yeah i think deep down all the all newcastle fans will always still refer to the, the ground as st james's park but um it'll if it if it does help us to unlock that extra needed revenue that we need to get you know start uh getting the use of the saudi money um effectively then yeah go for it yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm well, 
Um, uh, um, Darren Eels, he's had an interview this week um, asking about stuff like this, and he said that he's going to consult with the fans before making mm. any kind of decision on this, which I think is fantastic. Um, but I think I'm, I'm in the same boat as in, if it is called something like the Live Golf Arena at St James's Park, then as long as we're getting the fair income for it, I think it might be a kind of necessary step we have to take because our revenue is so far behind the top six clubs at the moment that we need to generate income so we can spend money with FFP. So I think bringing in obviously new share sponsors, etc. But stadium sponsorship would bring in so much money. If it brought in 60 million a season that we could then outlay on, on a player every season, then if that's the sort of something that we'll have to take to get to the top, while still being called St James Park, I think we might have to compromise with that um, in the long even, term. Even if it's yeah, even if it's just like a like a contractual thing that's agreed for I don't know ten, fifteen seasons, it'll be named this, and then after that, it can be reverted back. I mean, it, it's at least you know if that you know bridges the gap between some fans who are concerned about you know you know losing all the history and everything around the name of the St James's Park but in the short term it gives that like Dorse was saying there about generating the revenue that might be able to appease both sides if if there's a a little bit of a, a line in the sand that way but um, yeah I do I do think we're, we're never going to fully get to where we want to be um, if we aren't generating that revenue um, sooner Yeah, so let's let's get back to matters on the pitch then. Um, obviously, the next game we have is Man United. The one after that's Everton. They actually both played each other in their last game. Um, that was at Everton and Man U won two one, I believe. So, mm. Dos, do yep. you have some um, stats there on on Man United's form coming into this game? Yeah, they're actually in pretty good form. They've won, um, I think it's four of the last five, and obviously they got battered off Man City 6-3, which could have been a lot worse, I think, if that had Man U, that result. But in general, after the first few terrible results, um, when Ten Hag looked like he could have been out the door by four or five games in, they have rallied wrong. Yeah. They have looked a lot better from back to front. Um, and I think they're going to pose a, a decent challenge, and they have played tonight. So hopefully they'll be feeling a bit leggy come Sunday. Um, but, um, yeah, the, I think they're in decent form. It took 93 minutes to beat um, Ammonia and Nicosia tonight. Um, so, <laughs> and that's with a full-strand side. The, I think it's probably going to be a very similar side to what's going to start against us on, on Sunday. So um, Yeah, it but, seems like he's found his start on 11 now, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Anthony's slotted straight in. He knows how he wants to play. Uh, Rashford's playing a lot better. Uh, Martial's doing well when he come when he's came in. Although I think he's injured for the weekend as well. And even players like McTominay, um, he's been fantastic this season. He's been keeping Casemiro out of the squad, um, and I'm quite ha- happy to see him um, banned for Sunday as well after picking up his uh, fifth yellow card against Everton. Yeah, it's suspended, isn't he? I yeah, think yeah. Um, I was hearing the other day that uh, is it Anthony's the first player at Man U to score in his first 
three games or something like that. I know he scored in his last three games, yeah. He's hit the, <coughs> hit the ground running there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, did, did anyone... Yeah, did anyone watch the Man City game? Oh, I... Um, he, the, the goal that he scored was an absolute rocket, to be fair. He cut inside and it was um, very similar to Almiron's tra- uh, chance in the first five minutes um, last game. Mm. He, he cut inside and drilled it in the far corner, uh, but his, his went in. Uh, but was it, like, he, he does look a tricky player. And um, one thing about the match is that I, obviously Dan Burns played all right in the last couple of games, but I think Target needs to come back in. Otherwise, I think he could have real problems with Anthony. On Sunday, mm. yeah. Uh, but then again, we did think that I know it's completely two, two different players, but Dan James couldn't get anywhere near him when we played Fulham. Mm. I know that obviously a completely yeah. different end of the scale, but in terms of pace and agility and stuff like that, um, but I agree with you on that. I think, um, I think Target needs to come back in, um, on the left hand side. Do you think I see any other? Any other changes based on the fact that he's kept the same starting eleven the last two games and we've won four one then five one. Yeah, but uh, not away to Man U. So exactly, I think that's the that's the main factor away to Man U. It's it's this whole top six thing. You know what I mean? One of the big teams. They are okay. They're not. They're not even a shadow of what they used to be back in the nineties. But it's still Man United. They've still got a lot of money on that pitch, a lot of quality players. Um, it only takes one game for them, to, for the whole penny to drop. And they, do you know what I mean? They're, they're world-class players. So, I think, I think Maxi will be back in for Murphy, as harsh as it will, purely because of the quality of opposition. Um, I think Joe Linton will come back in for long stuff because Joe Linton is like a foundation. Um, he's got a lot more capability than Longstaff. Uh, I think Eddie would trust him a lot more than Longstaff. As good as Longstaff's been, he's not, not like he's done anything wrong at all. He's been he's taking his chances, he's taking them well. But I feel like I Longstaff think it, normally gets a game against Man U. Well, he does. Matty Longstaff who bags against them. Uh, Matty Longstaff, <laughs> right. <laughs> I think it's... Yeah. I think we're going to see closer to our starting eleven that Best we all know. And mm. there's a few. I've seen Craig Cope talking that Isak might make the bench as well, which would be a bit of a plus. That would be good, I. Yeah, um, I'm, I think Longstaff might keep us busy. You know, I think I think he had a fantastic game against um, Brentford and and for him, I think he's been doing well. Um, yeah, he was at fault for the, the disallowed goal. He got caught on the ball, but generally, I think playing as a box-to-box midfielder, I think I think he's been linking play up really well. Um, so I think we could end up playing the same midfield three against against Manu on Sunday. Um, and yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Like, yeah. One um, thing I wanted to to touch on. Um, Paige, I don't know if you watched the the Man U Everton game, but Martial gets an injury and Cristiano Ronaldo comes on, comes on and scores. I think it was his seven hundredth club mm. club goal. Yeah, I think it was yeah. just for club, just for club. Yeah. yeah. So, are you worried about him 
going into the game because I'm assuming he's going to start if Martial's injured. Uh, of course, you gotta you gotta be worried about Ronaldo, and I know he had a bit of an iffy start to the season. Looked like he was out of favour uh, with Ten Hag, but I think he's one of those players that you you do, especially you know in a in a big game like it will be against Newcastle at, at Old Trafford. I'm, I'm, I don't actually have the stats, but I know that he has scored a few against us in the past, and uh, you know he's 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 got to be up for this one. So I I would be concerned to see him um, starting uh, for sure. Um, but you know I've, he's got a test on his hands, you know, with with the way our centre halves are playing to to get himself the room and space to to be to be a problem. So um, yeah, equally. As I'm equally as worried, but also you know I'll, I'll give confidence that Botman and Cher can can keep him um, at bay as well. Yeah, I was just about to say he's got a brand new back four to play against. Yeah, see, circling circling back round to the uh, Matty Target thing, it, I, I am really interested to see what Eddie Howe does because it seems like the the last couple of games where Burns been playing left back. It's really helped Trippier to get forward. And when he's pushing up and playing almost in midfield, you've still got that really strong back three of yeah. you know, yeah. big, strong, tall lads that are all good on the ball. Albeit Byrne didn't have his best game against Brentford. I don't know if that's something that Eddie Howe's trying to like do so that he will keep his place. Dost, what what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think um, Byrne coming back in that scene was um, a bit situational. I think he started him to try and cope with Mitrovic, as Mitrovic quite often hangs off the, the full-back to, uh, to score his goals. If you think back to game week one against Liverpool, he jumps straight <clears> over the back of Trent to get his goal. Um, and he's, he's done that all season, so I think he's done that. and He's kept him in, to, again, for a bit more physicality against uh, Ivan Tony. So I think coming up against players like um, Anthony, um, Rashford, Ronaldo. Um, I, I think Target might be the call to bring him back in, just for a bit more mobility um, and a bit more pace. Um, as if, he, as he if not, need size as much. True. If not Target, then having Joe Linton come in and uh, the way that he plays on the left of that midfield three, um, you know, I do like when he comes across and kind of covers in that sort of area of the pitch, just sort of in a sort of left midfield, left wing back kind of position. And it creates that balance, like you said, uh, like Pete was alluding to there, when, um, you know, you have the, the three centre-halves, when Trippier's kind of pushing up a little bit higher as well. Joe Linton can kind of um, balance it out on the other side a little bit more so than uh, what, you know, Longstaff could do um, for me. So, yeah, I think um, either bringing Joe Linton in for that, or um, or have have Target um, come in and and just have that sort of balance as well. Um, with um, and and as well, I don't know if we're going to resort to to going on um, a a counter attack approach, or if we're going to still continue the tactic of of pressing high 
I know we're away from home, but I'd like to see Eddie be brave and 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 try and and stick with that mentality um, and and cause United problems that way as well. Yeah, I think I think he will. Pete, do you think we'll be? We'll be playing the same sort yeah, of he's system. Not gonna, he's not going to hold any punches. He's not going to go defensive. You know what Eddie's like already. He, maybe you see him how we played against City. We we'll, we'll went for them. Like, do you know what I mean? He's not going to hold anything back. Um, he will play attacking. I think he'll play. I don't think he's going to go with fire at the back. I think he's going to go with the four at the back. And I think it's hard one with Matty Target and Dan Burns. Dan Burns doing absolutely nothing wrong. Yeah, some shaky passes and this and that and Man United are a team that will pounce on their mistakes if given the chance um, but the one thing I, I think I alluded to uh, on one of the previous podcasts is the partnership between Maxi and Target they, they, they seem to um, gel well together they overlap each other whereas I think Maxi I mean, there's a bit of a pace contrast between Maxi and Dan Byrne. So I don't think I can see Maxi running with a ball and Dan Byrne doing any overlapping around like that. <laughs> so I think it could, it could be in no man's land there. So I think it, yeah. I think if Maxi plays, target plays. Um, but as well, like Paige just, uh, Tom just alluded to it there about, um, or one of you guys did about having when Trippier pushes forward, it turns into a back, sort of, sort of back three, because Dan, Christ, if Dan Byrne goes that high up the pitch, you'll get a nosebleed. So, I think, if Target comes in, Joe Linton needs to come in, because he's got that defensive stature, to, yeah, he's got the strength, he's got the dominance, to win the ball back, to hold the ball up, whereas Longstaff can go in a little bit gung-ho, and lose his man, make a little slight mistake, <laughs> and then have us put under pressure. So I think if Target comes in, Joe Linton has to come in. Do you think it's a given that Murphy gets dropped? Because he has played fantastic the last two games. It's just, it's, I think it's all on the, because we're playing Man United, mate, to be honest. I think that's all it is. That's all I'm going on. Um, just I've got a funny feeling Murphy gets a start, you know. Do you reckon? I'll, it wouldn't surprise yeah, us. It wouldn't surprise yeah. us, but... For me, you, when you're playing against one of the best teams, you need to play your best team. And I understand that we've been playing well, but I think the only... It sounds really shit, to be honest, but the only reason Murphy's been playing is because Maxi's been injured, unfortunately. Yeah. He's taking his chance. So, for me, if your best players are available, you play your best players. Yeah, I mean, I said that before the Brentford game. And then he, that went well. <laughs> he went for the same team and we spanked him 5 on. So. Um, talking about uh, talking about predictions, let's move on to our predictions for this game. Um, we're obviously sat here now. We haven't seen Eddie's press conference. So we're not up to date with injuries or anything like that. But we haven't seen anything. Oh, I have not seen anything anyway. I don't know if any of you have coming out of the club to say that we've picked up any injuries. Obviously, you're mentioning Isaac might be back, at least for the bench. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen Maxi coming back in the last game, getting about 12, 15 minutes, something like that. He looked really sharp. Um, and Joe Linton came on and obviously 
force that one goal. So I think we're in a good position in terms of injuries. Man United have got a couple of injuries and also a suspension. But the quality they're going to replace that with is, you know, Casemiro's going to be coming in. Ronaldo's going to be coming in. So I don't know who wants to start, but let's have a prediction. Let's have the scoreline on the Newcastle United scores. I'm going to pick on Pagey then, if none is all. <laughs> <laughs> last, last time I dived in and ruined it, didn't I? Um, yeah, so I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go 2-2 um, and I'll back um, Maxi and, um, and Wilson. Maxi and Wilson, all right. Yeah, I says Pete's going to the game, so I'll let him go last. Um, I usually I'm quite pessimistic in these kind of games, but I think Manu are there for the taking. I think we could go and get three points. I'm going to go for a three-one win, and I honestly think that if we put the pressure on them, we could really, really upset them. Um, yeah, I think we should push them into mistakes and. Uh, I think Wilson Wilson will get a goal. Um, will will get one from midfield, Ooh. and oh, we're going for the next one. <laughs> I was going to say Jacob Murphy, but I genuinely don't think he starts. Um, <laughs> now we'll go for a, a Wilson brace, and um, will get the score another goal. Well, I'll I'll go next then because I was also going to say three one uh, Newcastle. Um, I just feel like. I feel like we're going to score goals, but I, I don't think we'll be able to quite keep a clean sheet. Um, and I was thinking Wilson Brace as well, but I'm thinking Sven Botman because he, he keeps, keeps yeah, getting close, crosses, especially yeah. on corners. So, And uh, Pete, we've saved you for last. Yeah, well, Paige stole me limelight again because I think it's <laughs> going to be 2-2 two -two as well. <laughs> Just like last time, um, unfortunately. But I think it's going to be two-two <clears throat> with an absolutely disgraceful VAR decision in the eighty-fifth <laughs> or ninety minutes. It's a horrible feeling, um, and I think Trippier is going to score a free kick, and I think Wilson will bag. But I, I've just got a. I know I think Craig Pawson's the referee. I think we're going to have against Yeah. So I'm looking for the game like it does and says I'm going to the game. Uh, good day on the drink. Uh, so I cannot wait for that. But I think there'll be goals in it. I think it'll be tight. But I think it's good. It's Man United. It's going to be some shitty decision that's going to go their way, isn't it? You know what I mean? Well, <clears throat> we've all predicted four goals there. So at least you'll get to see some goals. Um, just just googled who was on uh, the referee and, and NUFC official news has put a, an article out saying Pawson on patrol for Red Dread, Devil's Drift Pawson <laughs> <laughs> patrol also we've got Jared Gillett as VAR and I'm sure he was um, the one who gave the, who didn't give the Tyreek Mitchell one was it City? He, I know it he's refereed one of the long games of the season and he had a stinker 
Um, it was a, yeah, it was he, a second game in did, charge or something. He did overturn uh, Trippier's red card in that one. Um, so we'll give him a he little bit of credit. Little Aussie sh- <laughs> he did give <laughs> he it. He also gave the Trippier red card, yeah. Um, but, you know, he, he obviously went over to um, to, the, to the monitor and, and, and rightly overturned it. Um, yeah. But yeah um, so... Now that he's on the other other side of VAR, we'll see what he's uh, if he's going to be as inconsistent. He gives six yellow cards again. Just before we move on to the Everton game, um, currently we're sat one point and one position below Manu. So if we could get three points, especially away from home, I mean, fuck. But I mean, obviously. Give a take, take the draw away at Manu as well. So I'll be happy if any of those predictions come in, to be honest. Um, all right, let's move on to the Everton game. Um, I know we were having a chat before we started recording, Alex, and they've got, were you saying the joint best defensive record so far this season? Yeah, that's no, no, they've, they've conceded nine goals, which is the same as Man City, us and Brighton. So, yeah, they've conceded the joint least amount of goals of anyone in the league. Um, and that's they obviously they've brought in a new centre-back partnership uh, as well. Cody. The... Uh, Cody's went out and, oh, is it Tarkovsky they've brought in? Yeah. Yeah, um, I think he's done really well uh, by the looks of things. But, yeah, I, I was surprised because... Um, Obviously, again, they didn't really. They lost the first two games, and Lampard was already getting questions asked about him. And obviously, two now this sort of four rivalry with Everton. So, yeah. like, um, I think a lot of Newcastle fans were sort of keeping one eye on them, thinking that um, there's a chance that they'd be going down. But to be fair, at Lampard, he's steadied the ship. Um, he's brought them back to the mid table, and they're unbeaten in seven. So uh, that's not going to be an easy game either. I think that that game uh, against. Liverpool um, in the derby for mm. them like was a, a huge turning point at, at that point you know at that stage obviously they mowed their luck a little in that game um, got the point out of it um, and I think that since that moment they've seemed to just kick on and yeah they've been picking up sort of little wins I think I, I've seen the one that they were uh, they went a goal down away to Southampton um, came back and won that game 2-1 um, it, it will be looking like he's having a renaissance as well, a bit like Joe Linton. They've changed his position from being a winger to a central midfielder, and he looks a different player now. Real quality, um, you know, for somebody who they spent thirty million on, I think you know he's starting to to show that value um, in that team. Um, and to, to say they're doing all this without Calvert Lewin being fit as well is um, obviously a, a big um, plus for Everton. Um, but so he's just come back from injury, though, hasn't he? So just whether whether he'll start because they who did they play at the at the weekend before this game? Um, they've got is it the uh, Spurs? way to talk, yeah. <laughs> Starting evening kickoff. So it'll be interesting to see because if he plays that game, there's a good chance he'll pick up an injury. So <laughs> he might be injured for all game, but 
Um, I, I don't know. I would have thought they'd probably keep him on the bench again and then possibly start against us. Um, apart from that, though, they've beat West Ham. Obviously, they had the, the Merseyside derby at their place. Away at the Leeds, they've got a, a 1-1. Away at Brentford, 1-1. Yeah, and then we're, then we're back at the start of the season where they got a draw against Forest and lost the first two games. So they're definitely in better form now, but they've just lost to Man U. They've got to play Spurs. You would imagine they'd probably lose that game because it's at Spurs. So. However, we've got to play Man United. So. Yeah. Carl Lewin actually came on for the last 15 minutes against Man U, so you'd think he'll be starting against Spurs um, on Saturday with uh, another week, week's rest. Yeah, potentially, yeah. I was probably, probably expecting to start against us. Because um, more base look terrible from as well. Mm. Um, I think, did, didn't he score a couple of, couple of games? Yeah, but it was one nil he scored in. He scored the only goal. Yeah. Oh, is it West Ham? West Ham, yeah. So they're, they're currently sat in uh, 12th on 10 points, which is four points behind us. So they're not massively behind us. How are you guys feeling about this game? It's all, it's it's at home, isn't it? So both yeah, you lads will be uh, yeah, 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 confident. Can't not be confident. It's it? always it's always a like a fixture you pick out like like yeah, those it's always a bit, this, fixture, this bit of rivalry, don't we? So. To be honest, mm-hmm. I think at the minute any game that we go into, you can't not have some sort of confidence. To be honest, um, especially at home. Well, exactly. It's especially at home. Pickford will be getting Lost. hammered with abuse. Yeah. Uh, which is always... Exactly, he got benched last But, so he'll be getting battered. Um, the defence, obviously, Cody and Tarkowski have formed a sort of decent partnership. Mm-hmm. But... Cody's getting on the goals as well. We're attacking, we're attacking teams, mm-hmm. so you like, can't not be confident. Like, I, I, I think we'll win. The midfield, the midfield battle is going to be interesting on the uh, Everton side. Just the, the, now that they've brought back Idrissa Gay, um, Onana looks um, quite formidable as well in that midfield. And obviously, What's his name? Be, uh, Onana. Classic. <laughs> 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 there it is. Um, yeah, those those three. Uh, they they're really looking fairly, you know, fairly formidable as well. Um, so, you know, against our best um, midfield three, I think that's where the game could be won and lost on who comes out on top in, in there. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, at home, we've been, we've got a relatively good form against them in recent um, years. So, yeah, um, I'd, I'd be fairly confident that we'll get the win. Thoughts. Yeah. Seen as, um, yeah. Seen as, seen as they've already said the the predicted outcome, and ah, we'll also give us his scoreline. Let's let's start with <laughs> you on your prediction for the the Everton game. What are you saying? Well, as I said, they're not conceding many goals, so I could see it being a tight one nil, two nil. Um, I'm going to go with a one nil. I'm going to say we're going to keep it. 
quite tight. Um, I can't I can't see them scoring any goals against. We're we're, we're good at defending set pieces. Gordon's the only one who's really looking lively for them going forward. Well, apart from the war, we used, uh, obviously scored <laughs> very late in the game last season when they were down to ten men. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think we'll keep it tight. I think we'll take a goal. I can't see it being a really high scoring game. So it's yeah, I'm score up. I can't, can't look past Wilson. Wilson 1 0. Wilson 1 0. Pete, you call out a 2 0 victory. Who's it's the scorer? Sven Botman bags a header. And. Uh, we got Wilson. Can't knock on Wilson, can you? Too easy. Mm-hmm. KG. I will go 3 0. Um, I think Trippier, like he did last uh, time out, um, scored a free kick against them. He does so again um, uh, in this game. Wilson will also bag. Um, and uh, yeah, Wilson, Wilson for two of them, and, and Trippier with a free kick. Nice. So if Trippier scores, but it's not a free kick, that means your prediction's wrong. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. going to say 3 0 as well. Um, don't know if I'm just getting like carried away here, but I think we're going to smash them. Uh, and I'm going to go Bruno, ASM, and Miggy for the goals. Um, nice. Right then, lads, let's, uh, let's hope. All of those predictions come true. I mean, and we're going to come out the end of it with six points. <laughs> and we could even be in the Champions League places if uh, if that is the case. Well, yeah, I'm on it. So we'll leave that one there and we'll come back to see if, if any of them were true. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. This has been St. James's Pod. See you next time.
time.